Blog Talk Radio. Here on January two zero two zero one six, January twentieth, twenty sixteen. And you know what? I live in a sheltered. I live a sheltered life in a sheltered world. People tell me that, and you know, maybe it's true. So my point of view. I'm telling you that because I'm admitting my point of view might be wrong, but it looks to me. To me, it looks like these days the most active discussions about recruiting are taking place on Facebook. I have a Facebook group. You can find it at RecruitingTricks.com. Jerry has a Facebook group. It's called Recruiters Who Make Placements. Maureen has a Facebook group. It's called Sourcers Unleashed. Jeremy Roberts has a Facebook group. It's called SourceCon. Recruiting Blogs has a Facebook group. It's called The Secret Sourcing Group. And even Jacob Madsen over in England has a Facebook group. Of course, it's called Recruitment Evolution. Not recruiting, recruitment. That's a a sign that it's not in the new world. Anyway, those are all active groups. And they're the only ones that I know of, but there's probably others as well. Now, uh, but I want to tell you something that I've noticed on my group. Not just so now you know there's groups, but this is what I noticed. I allow people to post ads for recruiting jobs for free on my group. But the funny thing is that a lot of people who post ads for recruiters, they don't supply a link to the job description. They don't supply a link to their company. Usually they just post an email address. So if you want to do a little detective work, you can usually figure out what company they work for. You know, and maybe, maybe that's deliberate. They're testing your sourcing skills and your drive by not posting any information. They want to see if you dig for it, dig with a shovel before you email them. But you know what? I think it's stupid. It's stupid. There's no way for me as the manager of the group to tell if they're real people with real jobs or if they're scammers or even predators. Listen to this. On Monday, two days ago, a woman posted a job without even an email address. So I asked her in the comments to supply some more information. I said that even a link... So her LinkedIn profile would be useful. And I noted that I tried to find her LinkedIn profile and was unable to do so. So she actually replied. She asked me if I searched a different version of her name than the one she uses on Facebook. You know, she's got her first name and her last name, and her maiden name is the middle name. Sometimes people use that on Facebook, but on LinkedIn, they only use the first name and the married name. So I was smart enough to search that. And I said, yes, I did search it, but there were 25 people with that same name. 
So she said to me that I should have used the process of elimination to figure out who she was. And then, you know what? She left the group in a huff. She didn't apologize to me. She snubbed me. She shut the door on me. Now, I can't say <laughs> I can't say that all recruiters are quite as stupid as her, but like I said, an awful lot of them don't think it's important to post much information in the ads they post, and I think that's pretty dumb. And if they want to argue about it, they can come and find me right here on Jerry Jerry. What show is this? Uh, you know what show it is? It's the recruiting animal. I am yeah. so pumped up. Oh, yeah. You didn't sound like it. <laughs> you didn't sound like it. Really? Okay. That's how, that's how you do me after what I think is perhaps one of my better shouts in months. No, that's not what he You slap me in the face. Uh, you know what? I was When you were doing the shout, I was thinking, <laughs> would he put me down? And I said to myself, he sure would. So I decided I was going to do it to you. I was going to tell you the brutal oh. truth. Okay? Let's look. I, I don't like Forget it. Let's move on. Okay, I got a question for you. Do you wear hair gel? Do I use product, as we call it? Of course. Gel. Oh, yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Second question. Welcome to 1975, John Uh Travolta. Okay. What do you wear on your feet when you're in the office? Well, ever since I uh, uh, suffered from uh, plantar fasciitis, I wear full-blown uh, tennis shoes with extra arch support. In the Am I office? getting too personal? No, not too not much really. information. But it wasn't as interesting as I thought it would be. Anyway, our guest today. I wear shoes. Hair gel. Our guest wears hair gel. He's got kind of that, that brush cut that's bigger in the center than it is on the sides, and mm. it's all gelled up into a point. I think that's nice. called a stroke cut. But aside from that, I don't know him at all. I don't know what he wears on his feet, but I'm going to find out. Robbie Holt, Robert G. Holt, are you there? I am right here. Uh, yeah, can, Jerry, can you hear him? Yeah, I can hear him. Can you hear him? I can. Are you on a, a landline, Robbie? No, sir. Don't own one did, of those. Did you read the instructions? You, you know, if you don't own it, you don't own it. Well, you know, maybe a friend or a neighbor has a phone you could use while you're on the show, because you know what? We're going to have trouble hearing you, and that's not good. And I wonder how the people you do business with hear you, okay? <laughs> well, that's funny, I mean, it? It, uh, okay. can you hear me what? okay? Not really. Did you bring a song? Did you come with a song at least? I can sing a little bit. What song? What's, what song? Um, country? Name a song. Are you listening to me? It's We're off on the bad uh, <laughs> foot. I, what song? I can name a song. Here's one. Like a Virgin. Do you know it? <laughs> Peggy Sue? I'm picking songs. Yeah, i got a I list of songs it. now with moronically easy lyrics, so anybody can <laughs> sing them, even if they've never heard like it before. Virgin. You ready? I got, I got my sister here. Okay. I'm ready. I got the same 
Jay Maples I'm ready. Is with me Whatever too. you want to do. She's got a real high voice. Maureen, do you know uh, Like oh, a Virgin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course I know that. Okay, the 80s, just Like a Virgin touch for the very first time, okay. Like a Virgin, when your yeah, heart beats yeah. next to mine. Okay, like I'm going to count to three. Okay. Robbie, are you ready? Are you I'm ready? ready. Okay, Robbie's ready. One, two, three. Like a virgin. Like a virgin. Oh, yeah. Like a virgin. for the very first time. I'm like a virgin. Like a virgin. When your heart beats next to mine. Love. I don't know the rest. Anybody else? Why don't you put this stuff out early so we can get the lyrics and we can answer okay. the Did you cover Touched the for show. the very first time? Bring with a cat. Touched for the very first time. For the very first Touched. time. Yeah. The you know very what? first time. I got. A, what about Peggy Sue? Yeah, that's easy to sing, but let's move on now, okay? Okay, Robert. Anybody have a birthday? Nope. Anybody have a uh, C++ contractor that wants to work in Fort Wayne, Indiana for a year and a half? There you go. <laughs> call in if you want. If you have a guy for Jerry, please call in. He'll do a split with you. Okay, so this guy's name is Robert G. Holt, H-O-L-T, and that's his uh, his Twitter address as well, Robert G-H-O-L-T, and uh, he says, he's a recruiter, he calls himself an executive recruiting consultant, and he mm. says, my goal is to offer world-class mm. contract, temp to perm, and permanent placement services. services. Uh, what does world-class mean in concrete terms, Robert? It means I'm very passionate. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's all, most of it's bullshit. Okay, so it is what it is. It, 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 it it's passionate and it's it's recruiting services, right? All the all the great terminology. In essence, oh. uh-huh. uh huh. You actually, uh, you know what? I was looking for a little. You say on LinkedIn that it means you're providing top performing talent under the most demanding deadlines who meet and exceed expectations. And I was going to ask uh, about a, an experience you've had with a demanding deadline in which you okay. met or exceeded expectations. Do you have any examples? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so the very – I tell you what, the very first position I had, didn't know, knew nothing about recruiting, was with GRN. I don't know if you guys are familiar, Global Recruiters Network. Um, got a job. It's been in sales now forever. Side and, note, uh, that's you know, our friend Andy Gregory is a uh, GRN member. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, got got a job down in Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, walked in, and you know they do the uh, they do the uh, the basically you're you're on a three month period where you're uh, you have three months to produce or you're you're gone. You know. Uh, straight commission, that type of thing. So it's it's make a hundred calls a day. You're calling random folks, and then after three months, and it's a straight commission gig. So uh, you know you're calling random companies. You know nothing. It's uh, it's a it's a jump desk, man. Uh, so I call the company. It's a financial services company down in Mobile, and. You know, I'm like, hey, man, yeah, man, I've got your man, I've got your man. That's that's basically it. Well, do you have uh, found a uh, found a company, uh, and they they did financial. Well, they did uh, record keeping, basically a little small company, and they needed an operations manager. Do you have it, Robert? 
Absolutely. We got it, man. You know, got, got your man. Got your man. All right. So he said, well, I need to present your man to my CEO. Uh, can you can you write me a description? You know, can you write me a job description? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, hell, I'm Googling. You know, what does this do? Blah, blah, blah. So send it to him the next day. Follow up, follow up. Finally, you know, after following up, bugging the crap out of this guy, uh, after after a couple of weeks, he calls me, and I'm leaving the parking garage. And, of course, all the cars are leaving, honking, whatever. And, I, you know, I'm barely here, and he says, hey, Robert, listen, uh, I, I'm going to give you a shot here. We don't need this operations manager. What I need is a senior VP of ops. Can you do it? Look, uh, hey, Jim, man, I got you, man. Shoot, yeah, are you kidding me? Okay, well, a, yeah, how much does this position pay? All right, it pays 200 k I nearly fell out. I'm like, oh, my goodness, yes. All right, so he starts rattling all this stuff off. You know, they got to have, you know, they got to have this, 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 and this. So anyway, I'm trying to write this down as I'm leaving the parking garage, whatever. I mean, I worked this two weeks straight. Basically, you know, call. I try to call a little bit here or there or the other, but I am diving in on this. 25% commission, and of course, I get my 25% of that 25%. But anyway, I'm just counting the numbers. This is what I'm going to get. So. I luckily uh, find a guy over in Georgia that fits the bill, man. Uh, and he's interested. Everything goes smooth. Get the guy down there. Interviews. They love him. The whole nine yards. I'm like, this is a freaking piece of cake, boy. And a heavy commission, all right? Well, goes back. And, of course, we all know the story. You know, counteroffer, Right. Ends up, the guy uh, has his daughters are in college in Georgia, and they're on this Hope Scholarship, and they get college paid for for free. And of course, they want him to relocate down to Mobile, Alabama, which then he would have to pay for college if that at that point if he if he moved. I didn't ask the questions, right? I mean, that, I didn't know to ask the questions. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So. Uh, long story short is the guy was just ticked off. Well, how did you not know about his daughter? You know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, I ended up finding another lady in Boston. It took me it took me about another month to find somebody else. But it taught me, you know, obviously taught me the value of asking the questions and, and whatever. But with, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, it's it's a tough road. Most people would have probably quit. I, I wanted to quit then, and within within that uh, within that realm, you know, it also taught me too that 25 percent commission wasn't worth wasn't worth a damn. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted hey, can, can I jump in just real quick here, Rob? I'd, I'd like yeah. to do a just got to do a wellness check on <laughs> animals. Animal. Animal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All Whoa. right. Okay. Yeah. Here's I, the thing. Wow. Like, you know, when Grandma here. hasn't called me for a couple of days, I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> you know. Look, look. He didn't answer the question, but that's one of the first times ever when I asked somebody to tell a story about a place. He had watched. He actually told a story. He dragged wow. it out a bit, but he told a story, right? I so, liked it. Congratulations. Uh, uh, I know people wondering. When's he going to interrupt? Uh, but I thought, you know, I'll give them a break. And I'll tell you what, when I don't interrupt, they get mad. When I don't interrupt, 
they get mad. Now, here's something else that uh, Jerry suggested to me. He said that uh, since you're talking about the nature of recruiting and your first uh, job, Jerry uh, said about six years ago. That Stop it. <laughs> what? We've, we've been dead. I did not say anything six years ago. Okay. Let me just ask you, uh, Rob, is recruiting a sales job or a marketing job? It is a – it's a both. It's both. Why is it marketing? It's How both. is it marketing? How is agency recruiting marketing? Because somebody I know once said that it wasn't, and there's a guy named Greg Savage in Australia that says it is. Well, it's marketing because you've got – well, I guess it depends on the, the agency you work for, but, I mean, if, you're, if, if you would go to an agency that says, here's a computer, here's a phone, and go get them tiger – I mean, you got to go get it. You got to market. Um, is that it, marketing then, or sales? Is that sales or marketing? Well, it's uh, well, it's yeah. You don't know the difference. Marketing, okay. You know, yeah, hold on. Know, no, 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 no. You're not going to get a free ride again. I'm going to steer this show. Okay. Now, <laughs> I saw on your LinkedIn profile that you used to be an insurance salesman. Is that right? Yes or no? That is correct. That okay. is correct. So you have had sales training. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Do you use sales training in your recruiting? Do you use sales techniques? Yes yeah. or no? Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the sales techniques I've read about is getting people to say yes a lot on really easy things just so they get in the habit, and then you ask them a hard thing, and they're, uh, you know, something they might object to, but they're just so used to saying yes, they, they nod their heads and say, yeah. Uh, is that something you use? Like, do you love your children? Yeah, of course I do. And then you say, no, do you like job. No, why not? No, I don't have. I just don't have time for that, man. I move on. Uh, you move on. Well, what sales techniques do you yep. use, actually? I pick a big funnel of people of qualified candidates uh, that I, I look at ahead of time, and I go down the list. Here's the position I'm looking to recruit for. You look like a good candidate. Does it look like a good one for you? Are you open? What are you looking for? No, no, no. Okay, bye. Next. That's it. Okay, so tell us your cold call. That's it. How do you contact people uh, by first first contact? Phone, email, text? Boolean, bo- uh, email, uh, LinkedIn, Boolean search. Uh, usually, you know, pick a pool of 100 or so and start there. Okay, you've got to listen to my questions. I didn't ask how you sourced them. I asked once you've got your list, you said, how do you contact them? How do you make your first contact? By he, email? His answer was legit. I did answer it, man. I yeah. Did, I okay. out to he him answers it by Boolean search. Jerry, does that make sense to you? He answers by Boolean search. That's the way he makes his first contact. I see once again why we are There's kicking a, your ass. There is a connect button, and then you can also find their email address. I thought yeah. you, might, you knew that, but anyway. Yeah. Hey, Jet Maureen, are you on my side? Did the guy answer the question, or did you sign off already? I'm always on your side. Okay. Did he answer the question? Not really. Yeah. Okay. He okay. said what, he, he even laid a little bit of his groundwork, expanding on not only your question of how do you contact them, he backed it up a little bit by saying where yeah. he finds these people and then how he contacts them. I well, heard the whole answer. We'll rely on the Don't be so myopic, dude. 
Does what do you prefer? What's your preferred? Do you have a preferred method of first contact when you're recruiting people? Good question. Yes. What yeah. is, is it? Well, I either one of two ways, man. I either connect with them directly on LinkedIn, or B, I'll find their email address, which is easy, and send them an email. Okay, or so phone, if, phone is not your C, preferred method. Is listen, that right? Not, or C, I'll call them. You know, they'll call the company. I, I yeah. do not prefer that first, though. You know, you know what? You know, I'm going to have to corner you. What do you do most of the time? Email, in mail, or phone? I do no email, mostly email. Let me nail it down. What percentage of your first contacts are done by email? 96.8%. Oh, Evay, there's the answer. Mm -hmm. You could have had that five minutes ago. Okay, so what do you well, say in I that email? I, I answered it five minutes ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you sure, sure you did. Now, what do you say in that email? Well, you've got a limited amount of uh, words. Here's the position. Uh, I'd like your input. Please email me. Hurry. Huh. That's okay. it. Like your input, like you just you just offer wanting some advice. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Makes sense, Jimmy. Feedback. It means the same as feedback, Jerry. I'll take this guy's stance. It doesn't mean feedback. It says I'm yeah. looking for your advice. What do you think about this? That's what he I've means. I've got a position in your me. area. I'd like to seek your input. Please give. Uh, please uh, email me at this. All right. And I'd like to. Con and I would like to connect. Thank you. What's your response Next. rate? What's your response rate? Uh, about thirty. Thirty percent. And what do you do? Second, sure. do, you, do you try to get those people who don't respond? What do you do? Do you go back to them, but with another email, or what happens? Yeah, if they don't respond, then well, I mean, usually I get enough to where I'm I'm off and running anyway. But if I don't, then I'll go back and uh, the ones that don't connect, then I'll go back and clear those up. I mean, I'll I'll pull back the uh, the connect invitation, and I mean, if I don't get response then I could go back again and do the extra work in the evening and find, you know, find their email address and shoot them a, a direct email. Then you got unlimited words, you know, and then shoot them more of a, you can shoot them to the description or whatever. Uh, okay, so now I'm understanding stuff. in mail, in mail is your major not in -mail, uh, way of contact. A connection, not in mail, connection. Oh, you, oh, you no connect with them on LinkedIn and then you send a message as part of the connect request. Is that right? Connect request. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So when you when when you are sending these messages, you don't spend a lot of time putting it personalizing it. It's very general. Is that right? No, I personalize it, but it's how? that it's general. How how do you personalize? Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry. Okay. And yeah. then okay. you know go with it. Yeah. Okay. Is that Great. the subject line? What is your subject line? There is no subject line. Okay. On a connect. I mean, yeah. so look, guys, what I'm no, saying is, man, no, I do well, my I Boolean search through the, yeah, okay. Yeah. How how good are you at Boolean search? Did you take classes in it? What's what's your skill level? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, not a, not a great level. I'd say medium, you know, okay, not well, not expert, but good enough. You, so I don't want to, I don't care about it being an expert. Okay. Who did you study with? What courses did you take? I took it, uh, we took a class when I was down in Tallahassee through MRI, um, I can't even think of the company, but it was a, a week-long class. 
Oh, really? A week? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, What's that? Jerry, Jerry, I don't think I'm revealing Me? Me? Yeah. I don't, okay. I'm, not reveal, I'm not revealing a secret, I guess, when you say that after two hours on LinkedIn, they told what? you you were shut out. Is that is that okay? Yeah, it was weird. No, and, and I wasn't shut out. Uh, after just doing just a couple of searches just yesterday, because I'm not on there every day, all day long. Yeah. Did a few searches, and it said, you're almost out of searches. You've got 30% left. I did oh, yeah, one yeah, more yeah. search, and then it said, you're down to 20%. So right. they really, really squeezed what they let you do for free. Yeah, free is over, man. Those day, the good old days are over. That's that's absolutely right. This, that is all new within the last two months, I believe. Uh, people like me, my old my old system of what I've just told y'all. Uh, yeah, they've uh, they've sliced my balls off, man. <laughs> so everybody is saying, hey, don't pay for LinkedIn. Just X-ray it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, you just go to Google. You just go to Google yeah. and do site colon LinkedIn dot com, and you can basically do the same thing. You just got to do a couple more steps. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does anybody have yeah. any questions before I go on, Maureen? I'll, I'll just point to. I think the way this guy talks, it's, it's kind of roundabout, but it's it's old, good old boy friendly. I yeah, like, I like it. listening to it. Yeah, I, I think, like listening I, to it. I think that helps. Maureen is a lonely woman, by the way. <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> I think so, that well, tell us some more yes stories about well, Maureen. When I get lonely, I, I can always call people up and talk to them, nice? listen to them on the phone, or but email I them. Think, no, no, Maureen. No, what I, I don't what email them. Uh, you know, just like how uh, British accents kind of turn some girls mm-hmm. on. I think mm-hmm. his kind of way of talking, his accent. I could sit style, and listen to that all day long. I think it relaxes I'm, people. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with this direction here, folks. No, let's talk about this. There are some voices that people will listen to more willingly than other voices. Okay. Now, yeah, and there, I, I think you know, I think he's got, he's got something. Now, mm-hmm. uh, there is a sales technique that I think works in recruiting. If you're calling someone up and they're kind of interested, but they're a passive candidate, they're really not looking. You can use the puppy dog clothes on them and say, look, why don't you just go out and take a look at this job? So it's not like you've nailed the guy. Ever some people say you got to nail the candidate down in advance, find out exactly how much money they're willing to accept. Don't send them out unless they're willing to. Accept an offer? No. If it's a hard-to-fill job, you get somebody on the line who's kind of curious. You say, look, I'm not going to put any obligation on you. Just go out and have a chat with these guys. See what's there. Then maybe you'll be interested. Does anybody agree with me, Robert Holt, that that, the puppy dog clothes is useful in recruiting? Big time. Love that. I I use it all the time. And, you know, especially... Especially, I mean, especially on phone interviews, you know, what do you have to lose, man? I mean, you know, you don't know, you don't know what you don't know if you try, right? And uh, people, what do you have to lose besides time? And so that works for me a lot, and and especially uh, when 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 it comes to recommending others, you know, a lot of times on on these searches too. Uh, these folks who are willing to help you out. I mean, if they know they can trust you, you know, and they they know you're you, you're you're legitimate, and you're not just you're not just uh, in it to you're not just in it 
to just mo- just to use them. You know, you're you're actually building. Uh, uh, I guess a network. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting. Other. How do they get? How do they know that? You, on you mean in it for self-interest? How do they know you're well, not? Well, I mean, I've had self-centered. Y'all like stories. So let me give you a story. All right. Oh, yeah. Like another story. If it's not too off the beaten path or whatever, well, hell, it is off the beaten path. But and this is you know a legitimate damn story. All right. So I split a deal. I was in a deal here over Christmas just recently to split a deal with another recruiter. And uh, with a with a local company, and the guys like, oh man, uh, they they need an electrical engineer, Huntsville, man, right by the airport. And so I went and sourced the position. Okay, rounded same thing I just told you guys of what I did. Rounded up three electrical engineers. Now the tricky part was it was sixty five thousand dollars for an electrical engineer. Okay. <laughs> This one 60000 $60,000. In Alabama? In Alabama. My now, goodness. look, the one guy called me every two days. He worked at freaking Walmart, okay? He said, Robert, what's up with the job? Robert, what's up with the job? I'm like, I do not know, man. The damn, the damn guy's not calling me back. Well, I got tired of dealing with the guy, you know, you don't. I wouldn't call him the client, right? So I got tired of dealing with him. Hell, I just called the client, and he said, "Well, he's out for lunch." Okay, well, hell, I just drove down there, and so I said, finally, the guy came to the door. You know, I met him out there in the lobby. He said, "Man, we don't have a contract with them." I'm like, "You've got to be freaking kidding me!" And so the guy's like, no. He said he's been calling all the time. Oh, man, I was ready to go down there and kick his ass, dude. I mean, he, he, it is what it is. So I told, so I said, you know what? Here is this guy's resume. He works at Walmart. He's a hell of an, he's a hell of an electrical engineer. Interview him, hire him if you want to, and I don't need anything from it, but use me as a recruiter if you need, if you need one in the future. And it, two days later, he hires the guy. Don't make one damn cent on it. I should have made, you know, $12,000 on it. Uh, they, so hold on. Let me start asking me you some questions. Before. Okay, hold on a second. Wait a second. Yeah. So you did a split with a guy who didn't even have a real job order. He was just using you right. to find candidates that he could market to this company. Yes or no? Exactly. Yes. And, did you, and how did you happen to come across this split partner that was no good? I knew him from high school. Oh, you know what? I had a a so-called friend, and he screwed me as well. And Jerry, he also had a bad experience. So it happens, and you actually knew the guy. Now, i got to ask you a question. Why did you tell the client that you would take absolutely no money just so you could deliver for that candidate? Uh, Correct. Okay, well, I think that was a noble thing to do. Does anybody disagree with that? Does anybody think he was stupid at that point? Stupid is your favorite word. We don't call people stupid out here, Emma. Ill-advised, maybe. Yeah. We wouldn't say stupid. I think it's good. Jose, Jose Watson, it's not the same story (laughs) as when you left the computer. It just sounds like it's the same story. Okay. Excuse me. Young. Young boy. Jose Watson. Yeah, Jose's got a show. Jose's got a show, and I thought he's got a show that it's pretty good. He's going to get his old candidates who he rejected to come back 
and give him reviews in front of the world, right? But, you know, he did his initial show. It was only his first show. But he told a, a drawn-out story as well. And I told him he should compress his story, plan it a little more, compress it. But then he comes back a day later, and he's criticizing somebody else for what he does. Hey. Okay. But that's Robert. He's got a point. Young Jose Watson uh, says you should make the stories a bit tighter. Get to the point a little faster. Maybe you can't. Maybe maybe that's... Uh, uh, Jose has retracted his comments. Okay. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. Okay. Young, How do you reject young candidates? Young JW. How do you reject candidates, uh, Robert? You got you got somebody good. Well, you got an electrical engineer. He's pretty good. Uh, and uh, but the company decides they don't want him. What do you do? What do you say to him? All right. I'm sorry. Say it again. You have an electrical engineer. He's one of your candidates right. for the company. Yep. You send him out. Yep. You think he's got a fair shot at it, but the company right. rejects him. What do you say? Okay. Do you give some full feedback? What do you say to the candidate who got rejected? Yeah, I mean, I want to know why. I mean, if, if they just said he's he's no good, I would like to know why. I mean, I'd like to know why they rejected him. So and I they would know, say, well, he just doesn't fit. Would, he just doesn't fit. I would fit. tell the candidate he's not a fit, and yeah, that's it. Fit. And then I would want to know what I miss so I can get him a better damn candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, so, you don't, so you don't give the full details to the candidate. Is that right? No, I do. I absolutely do. So tell us I mean, the story. But I'm not going to spend. A, I'm not going to spend an hour with them. I'm going to say, hey man, you don't you, you missed out because of this, this, and this. We'll find you another better, a better fit. It's it. Next. Well, you can't. How do you know you're going to find him a better fit? Number one and number two. What if he or she comes back and says, Robbie, I don't agree with you about that. I am a good fit, and they'll never find anybody better than me. What are you going to say? Well, I'm. I mean. I'm sorry. Next, suck. I, I don't know, man. I mean, we all don't get everything we want. Santa Claus yeah. is, is in December. Move along. Huh? Is that what you would actually Bye. say to the guy? Santa Claus is in December. We don't get anything we want. If suck they it up. Harass, Throw up. If they harass me, be damn right. <laughs> okay. 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 I want to work um, for Rob. He's my new hero. Are you hiring? We never asked, Robbie, what kind of... Uh, people do you place uh engineers usually automotive a lot uh right now so walmart automotive. readers <laughs> yeah i mean hell if they if there's uh if, if they hire a bunch of them sure they're closing well, down you, walmart too, you've, uh, so okay you've really. obviously though recruited in different fields i read your linkedin profile you've done other yes, people besides automotive <laughs> engineers am i right about that yeah i'll do some split i'll split with anybody now, I'm not talking about splits. Uh, you know, I'm on a good phone, okay? Maybe you can't hear me. But uh, I'm asking. So now you're you're placing people who are uh, engineers and other technical people in the automotive right. field. You told us that. Right. But I, I looked at your LinkedIn profile, and you've worked with other types of industries and candidates as well. Am I right? That is correct. Okay. Do you notice any difference between the different industries and the the different candidates? Who's best to you know? Do you like? Do you have a preferred area, and why? Uh, yeah, I like um, I like autom. You're talking about an industry. I like automotive because they get it, man. I, they they get the recruiting industry. They they've all usually have been recruited, and so then when they become 
in the management, the supervisory roles, then they automatically go directly to recruiters to to bring you know to to bring their staff up. I mean, it's just it's just an automatic response. They don't okay. they don't have to be sold. I guess as you go back to that uh, part. And have it. you have you worked in industries where the people aren't so oriented towards recruiters and they have to be sold? Yes. Which ones? Well, um, I, uh, well, I, I could, I guess, med- you know, when I was in plastics, medical, and not necessarily, they have been brought up in it, but it's hard to break in the door, right? I mean, unless you're already in there, you've got to go through corporate, uh, and, and it, it, you've got to, you've got to be in at the right time. Uh, you've got to wait on that one period of time in the year. It's just a bunch of red tape BS, man. Uh, okay. Okay, you know, I got the map. Uh, so, Anybody else yeah. want to ask Robbie a question? Anybody else got a question for Rob? Did, did he I mention, have a question. Okay, go ahead, Maureen. I have a question. Yeah, uh, when you just said that, I'm wondering, are there more men in automotive than in other industries that you're dealing with in recruiting? <laughs> as far as the candidates or as far as the no. managers or recruiters? I'm going to go yeah. with yes. Yeah, you will <laughs> go with yeah. uh, What is yes for 200, Alex? Uh-huh. <laughs> Jerry's question. Move on to Jerry's in the HR question. organization itself. It's, it's so like the the automotive plants. Mm-hmm. Why do you find well, it easier? Yeah, to deal? Mo- Why do they get it more? Why do they 90, get it more? Uh, th- uh, we don't know, and that doesn't matter. Jerry's yeah, question. No, it does weird. matter. That's I want to ask this question. He's he's answering. Let well, me answer. let's pick it up. Yeah, let's no, no, no. Over, well over ninety percent. <laughs> Well all over ninety percent what? All men. All men. <laughs> so okay. so well, a woman well, let him answer. Jerry, your question. Jerry's no, question. No, let him answer. No. He answered. You're afraid of this answer. You're afraid of this question and you're afraid of this answer. Look, he answered the question. He did answer the question. Jeez. I can't hear it. The little lady would like some clarification. Robert, Robert, <laughs> look at me. Yes. Look at me. Okay? I'm do the, looking. H, do the right HR departments, do the HR departments <laughs> in automotive companies have a, a lot of yep. women in them, or are they prop, yes. primarily staffed? They have women in the HR All department? Women. Okay. All women. Ne- next question. Do you happen to know something you didn't tell us because you've told us something already is there something you didn't tell us about the reasons why the people in the automotive field are oriented to recruiters and why it's easier to break in to that market it's less formal uh than the let's say the pharmaceutical or biohealth do you, do you have any more background about the reasons why they're more recruiter friendly well because the hr women don't make the decisions. It's the, I mean, it's the men on the production lines and stuff that make the decisions. I mean, so they just, they're walked back to HR to say hire this, this. They're just rounding up the herd, man. So uh, now you you've got to get you've got to get approved through them and so forth. But uh, these guys were all hired back then. So if you can hire a plant manager then they're the ones that are hiring all of the different department heads and you're cooking with gas, okay? And so 
you know, the the key ingredient is if you can hire that plant manager, then you've got the the eight guys, the eight the eight or so department head, the maintenance manager, whatever. Yeah, okay, you know, next on Jerry's DCL. question, Maureen. I'm sorry, that's the best you're going to get from me. Um, okay, Jerry. In the fantastic write-up that you read at the beginning of the show, Animal, yeah. I think that I heard Rob does contract, temp to perm, and direct placement. Yeah. Are you doing all those things, or are you mostly a direct placement guy that will place a contractor, or is, I mean, half and half? What, what, what's the story there, Rob? Well, the okay, so the majority mm-hmm. of my career has been direct placement, perm mm-hmm. placement, um, and then the last three months of the prior year was majority uh, contracts. Oh. And, I, and I worked a, uh, I worked a, uh, a small-term gig through a, a company called Onan Staffing, and it was all, it was all contracts. So you placed contractors, and, and did they work for you, or they play, they worked for them? Or, I mean, are you, are you the employer? What's the scoop there? Yeah, no, no, no. They, it was... Well, it was under their uh, it was under their contract. Okay, gotcha. Was that yeah. temp to hire or straight up contract both. projects? It was both. Both. Okay. And why were you asking that wondered. question, Jerry? What was your intent? What did you want to find out? Uh, I found out what I wanted to find out. He's mostly okay. a direct placement guy. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Would okay. you present? And I did direct. Now I did direct placement as well, but it it, it was predominantly uh, contract. Okay, okay. Cool. Well, what okay. what kind Rob. of people? What's that? What kind of what kind of talent people? Uh, well, uh, HVAC, yeah, HVAC, uh, all the way down to huh, uh, numbers, man. Banquet servers, uh, you know, customer service, all the way up to like I said, technical positions, welders, HVAC folks, all of that. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Okay, Rob. Rob, do your clients? Yep. Uh, make unre- unrealistic uh, demands, or did they give you unrealistic requirements quite often or infrequently? What's the story with that? Yeah, they some try, and if you qualify it well, then you just have to move on. What do you mean, move on? Reject them? I mean, you know, time time is the crucial element, man. If you can't, if it's if you if it's unfillable. You know, or the or the compensation is just not there. Are you going to spend all your time working on a position that you just cannot fill? Uh, you know, or you just say, I just can't fill it, and you have to be honest with them and move on. Well, so you, you know? tell them, you say, you say, Miss Manager or Mister Manager, this doesn't sound like a fillable position for this reason. Do you want to change that? Is that what you say? Uh, right, I will say that. That's right. Uh-huh. And if they say or, no, or sorry. Or I, I, I can't help you with that one. Okay, you actually reject them. How often does that happen, right. you know? Uh, fairly often, man, fairly often. Really? So you're willing to walk away. You see walking away from certain job orders as a key part of the position. Is that right? That is right. Okay, but what about these people who say they break into companies by going there and say, give me your hardest to fill job. Give me the that's job. That's ridiculous. No I will say that's stupid. Well, like and, that, they, and that, is, that has happened, listen, that has happened with me at GRN. That's happened with me at MRI and every other one. 
they'll they'll take every one of them and and promise right to the clients, you know, the hiring manager's face, and uh, hey, yeah, man, yep, 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 and they'll go right back to their blackboard, whiteboard, and lump it up there and put it on the bottom of the list and not even look at it again. I don't do that. I'm gonna tell if I take the job. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to actually work on it. And so if I don't take, you know, I'm not going to take it if I'm not going to work on it. It's just the bottom line because I don't want to I don't want to have to answer to it or even look at it if I'm not going to take it. If I, I'm not going to take it, it's not a real job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what? Sometimes you read websites where they're complaining about recruiters. And one of the things that stood out for me was here's why people hate recruiters. They try to get you to accept a job that's two levels below your current position. In other words, they're just trying to shoehorn you into a position for their own benefit. It doesn't really suit you. Do you think that's true of recruiters in general? You already told us it's not true of you. I uh, I think I think that could be true. Sure, right? once on occasion, and I think and I think some candidates might, if they're in a dead end job, they might be open to that. If it's a you know if it's a company. Where they think they can grow. I mean, it's up to the individual. I mean, that's up. To, you know, it's it, you know, it's up to them. The recruiter just introduces the role. Man, they, they don't need to rely totally on the recruiter. They, they're just yeah. The you're answering maker. a different question. You're answering a different question. Okay. okay, but you know what? I don't think he was answering a different question. I understood what of he was course, saying there. Of course, of course, you didn't because I did. Okay, if I say it's white, you say no, it's black. No, no, no. I'm just saying you asked, asked him. That, okay. <laughs> It's like Let's the take a quick vote. Everybody else, did you re- did you think that he was answering the question Animal asked, and did you understand what he was saying? Well, I understood what he was saying. I everybody, what everybody's saying. bailed. Nobody knows. I'm here, but I, I didn't hear talk. it. I yeah. No, hold on, Brenda Le, <laughs> Le Brenda. Yeah, she's talking. She open her up. Make sure she's open. She says there's an echo on the show. Nobody else has been complaining about it. I'm not hearing it. I don't hear it. Okay, so do you do your own business development? Do you bring in your new, new your own new customers, Robert? So uh, yeah, right. I do. Oh, I do How? hear that echo. She's right. How? He's on speakerphone. Are you on a speakerphone, Robert? I am. You mean pull it off? Oh, good let, call, Jerry. Let the ears of a champion yeah. Yeah. guide yeah. the rest Robert, of the show. Robert, right. Get off the speakerphone. Get off that speaker. No, hold on. It sounds okay. Okay, how is now? I mean, Leave it to Brenda and Jerry. But Brenda called it first. She did. Brenda didn't know what it was. Get off the speaker phone. She called it an echo. Get off the speaker phone. I'll bet you know what it was. I just want the world to know I write this stuff out so I don't have to beg them beforehand. (laughs) Those going off the train tracks. (laughs) They don't care. Okay, business development. Before the show's over, how do you handle it? How do you bring in new customers? Uh, well, you, uh, in, in essence, I do a couple things. So if it's business, now business development roles are a lot of what I like to go after because, you know, a lot of times they, business development are the easiest ones to pick up. Uh, it, the companies that want to expand, they need a sales guy, okay? So, I think they're the easiest ones to break into a new company and get. So, you know, I do like everybody else. I'll go to the, you know, go to Indeed and and find out, okay, who's looking for a new business development guy. And so, 
pick the company that looks like they're kind of on the move and aggressive and whatever, and then I'll pick up the phone and and uh, see if I can break in there. Um, and with that being said, you know, use the old you know, sales. Uh, hey, man, look, I, I, I think I've got your guy. I've been I've been in this industry for a bit. I, you know, I'm, I'm well connected and this and that and the other. And let 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 me meet and show you some. What I like to do is show them, and I will spoof out a, a couple of resumes and show them some guys that I represent and see if it meets uh, with with what they're with what they're looking for. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, please. Let's go back to Indeed. You say you you look up some companies that are looking for sales reps, and then you right. pick from those companies to be on the move. How do you decide which company's right. on the move? Well, they've got know? a couple of different positions. They got They'll tell you. Posi- they've got a couple of different positions that they've got posted. Right. That's uh-huh. number one. Okay. Number um, two question. No, so no. What do you number one? What's your number two? Sorry, go ahead. Continue. Well, they've got a they've got a couple of different positions, um, and it, they they'll they'll have it in their their verbiage, you know, within there. They're mm-hmm. we're, they're growing, expanding, and and all that kind of type thing. You know, you, okay. you can tell. Before before you call the company, will you research? Do would you do research on them? Not much. No, that's not necessary. Not much. Okay, but well, how I don't do you know get? If it's not necessary. I don't know uh-huh. if it's not necessary, but I'm not going to do a whole bunch of research on a company that's not going to hire me anyway, man. I mean, uh-huh. I, I know people that'll do a whole bunch of research on a company that's never going to hire them. I'll do a okay. bunch of research on a company that's going. So to we hire call A D D syndrome. Anything but dial. Sit there well, doing exactly. research hour Absolutely. after hour. Anything right. but dial. That's right. right. Okay, how do you decide who you're going to talk to Already in the company? Show. Robert, how do you no, decide I'm here. How do you decide you who you're going to talk to mm-hmm. in the company? I'll, uh, who, okay, so it depends on the role. So I get a room, Jerry? If they're hiring uh, business development, then, uh, you know, I'll go back to the LinkedIn, man. So I'll look up sales, business development, see who pops up. If it's a huge company... If it's a small company, I'm we can do it on the back channel. I mean, you know, owner, president, uh, you know, that kind of thing. If it's a huge company, uh, or if it's you know, if it's a large, large company, obviously you want to go to VP of business. I mean, I want to go to the top of that department. How do you so, get through to that person? In a senior person, how do you get through? Receptionist answers. Uh, who are you? What do you say? Well, uh, there's. I mean. It, there's a couple of different ways of going about it. Um, you're, I, I, I just kind of have to play it by ear, usually. I mean, a lot of times I'll have – now, that's where I start having to kind of play it by ear. Where I'll, Then I'll start doing a little bit of research. If I start getting the kind of warm and fuzzy, I'll see who they're linked in with. Uh, I may reach out to that person saying, hey, man, uh, listen, I would like to get in with this company. Uh, you know, do you mind if I – say, I'm going to call on your behalf. Do you mind putting in a good word for me? So I try to make some, you know, I see if anything's posted out there, if they've got a news article. So I try to have some kind of an in or something. Uh, if there's just absolutely nothing, you know, uh, you know, I'll always go with, listen, I, look, I know you're looking for a business development guy, you know, and I've got a, you know, I've got a guy right here that, uh, yeah, you know I'd what? Like uh, you, you didn't to. answer my question. The sec- the receptionist says, uh, "Who? Do, why do you want to talk to him?" 
and you say, oh, if it's, I'm if a headhunter. I'm working on a pro. You know, uh, I'm, usually I've called after hours and left a message. Okay, and so with that being said, so I'm calling. I'm calling uh, Jim back on a uh, project that I'm working on. Can I speak with him now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you right? use voice, voicemail. Voicemail is your first mode of contact. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, you don't sound certain about that. Is that right? I said yes. Okay. I said and, yes. Okay, I'm not clear about something. Do you find candidates, when you see a job on Indeed, before you call, do you actually call some candidates and say, are you interested in this position? I'm going to present you. You call? No. Some... Okay, but you say you uh, go What was that question again? Does he go in when he's making his marketing call to a new business he wants to work with? Does he get some candidates to market to them? It sounded like he does, but he says he doesn't call up anybody and say, are you interested? Do you, but do you find people well, on who LinkedIn? Who would do that? Right. Where'd you get that question? Well, because most, <laughs> actually most new business development from recruiters is done by marketing candidates, Jerry. I mean, yeah, you know, but you're not going to call the candidate and say, hey, I'm going to market you to a company I'm not recruiting for. Are you interested? What, yeah, yeah. What the hell is that? No, no. Sometimes you get permission from the candidate. Oh, you, you know what? You know you what? You get permission candidates. to market to a company from a candidate? No, you well, don't. you know what? Candidates Nobody are does. Inter- inter- candidates are interested in getting to the hiring manager. So if you can tell a, a candidate that you can get him in front of a hiring manager, I think a lot of candidates would cooperate with that plan. But that's not what Animal's saying, Maureen. I mean, I understand you. You're kind of on his team, but My you know, Animal asked, you see a job posted on the Internet. Animal wants to know, do you call a candidate and say, hey, candidate, do I have your permission to call this job that I see plastered all over the Internet and tell them I'm a recruiter <laughs> and I place people like you and see if they you want to use me mean, as an agency? That was Animal's candidate? question. Yeah, they're, not they're not my You mean client, just any candidate? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you're saying, Michael? Admit it. It was a lame question. Is that yeah. what you're saying, Michael? Yeah, that was his question. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so when they're so when they're te- when they tell me no, you can go ahead and call them, and you know, and I'm just wasting my time. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking so, about that. You know, um, we're losing track. Maybe, got, yeah, maybe got, it could work. Yeah, I am usually on Derek his side. Derek Zeller telling me to put a rain on you and Jerry. Okay. Yeah, you can put a rain on me. Disconnect me. Hit the X button. I dare you. You won't do it. Do I have to go to extremes in order to get control back of the show? Do I have to? Robert, is there no, anything really I'm interesting? I'll put myself on mute. I'm sorry. I, I, no, no, no. I got another question, but is there anything really interesting in the last few minutes that I haven't asked you that you think I should have asked? <laughs> no, this has been fun. I like it. Well, I'm not done yet. It sounds like you oh. should use persuasion. Do you, if, some, if you call up somebody and say, I'm working on this position, and the person says, uh, Rob, I'm not interested. You sounds like you try to get them interested. Am I right or wrong about that? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Can you tell me, do you have a story about that? I do have, all right, I, I will say this. Uh, I do like to do this, and if it, this, this only works locally. Um, if you can't get somebody to answer the call, right, and it, it's got to be local, you, you've got to flip the, you've got to flip it around to where, 
when you leave a message, and, I, and I'm, I'm a three-call limit. And that matter of fact, it's pretty much a two-call. Because if they're not going to end, you know, if you left a message once and twice, you know, after three times, I mean, it's pretty much over anyway. But uh, so on that third time or the second time, what you want to probably say is, look, you know, I'm going to be in that area, and so I'm just going to come on by, and I'll see you there at 1 o'clock unless <laughs> I hear from you that, you know, to not come by. And here's my number, and otherwise I'll see you at 1. I like it. The thing. Now, you will get a call. Ballsy. I like it. Very ballsy. But you what know. what I like if? That's not I what can't I believe you would not do that, Jerry. <laughs> you would not do that? Absolutely not. Oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> it works, man. It really does. Yeah, work. sure okay. it would work. But Robbie, you ever had those guys knock on your door with a vacuum cleaner in hand? He told me he was coming. Well, when you go at 1 o'clock, you're like, look, I called. I've got it. You know, hey, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's I'm true. here to see whoever at 1 o'clock. They didn't yeah, call. They didn't call. Southern accent. <laughs> Up here in the Midwest, they don't. They don't want. They don't want me dropping by. Rob, Rob, <laughs> what I meant was different. I meant on the phone. Let's say you said you you've recruited people in you Boston. Send a picture you of call somebody Jerry. up in Boston about a job in Mobile. Here's your Okay, I just want to say Mobile. Okay, The last question. It's the last question. <laughs> Can you save it till Jerry show? Somebody let me in. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I can't hear you. <laughs> hey, Rob, Rob. I'm going to mute someone I'm going to do what Dur Diver told me to Just for a minute Oh thanks Well I can't ask a question <laughs> Dur Diver uh, Dur Diver I took your advice Okay uh, uh, Rob are you still there I am Okay so I cut those two off just for a second now, uh, if you call somebody up in Boston about a position in Mobile, and they say, "Rob, you know, I'm willing to go to the South, but I don't think this is a position of me for me," what will mm-hmm. you say? What will you say? Come, say, uh, come on down to God's country. Exactly so try what I talk, would say. You'll try to I talk swear, to me. I swear to the dear Lord, I said that, that story that I first started this call with, the yeah. replacement that the replacement that I got for the guy from Georgia, that is the very first thing that I said to the lady who happened to be from Boston, a financial services lady, that when I first got on the call to her, I told her that. And, that's it, of course, eventually she took the position. She, she was down there for three and a half years. Really, and that the position was down in Mobile, and she was from Boston. It states uh-huh. she worked for State Street, uh-huh. and I said, uh, "Come down to come down to God's country, down to the beach." And she she was from Boston, and you know, dealing with the rat race and, and whatever. And that's exactly what I said. She, you know, come to live life the way it's meant to be, whatever, you know. And of course, it you know you've got to get your get her mind away from the South and. All the issues with thinking, oh my goodness, you know, if she'd never been to the South before, and think, man, this is laid back, relaxing. You gotta, you know. So, uh, okay, take, I can't believe I, I can't. Everybody's uh, there. Uh, all the mics are open again. I can't believe I didn't get this guy off the speakerphone until the very end of the show. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> it sounded fine the whole time. It wasn't no, bad it at didn't. all. No, it didn't. It sounded much better. 
just now. Jerry, are you doing an after show? Am I allowed to? Yes, you are. <laughs> I mean, the, the way you, you put me in the corner there, uh, a little bit of humor at the end. And, you know, must be an American thing. He's Canadian. Yeah. Okay, Rob. Rob, I enjoyed I enjoyed meeting you with you. You're you're a nice guy, and I enjoyed having a, a chat with you. We're going on to Jerry's show. The guest and I cannot participate. Can so. I ask him a quick question before he goes? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Rob, what do you know about the Orange Beach, Alabama area? I used to live there. Love okay. It. Awesome place. Yeah. Is that the Riviera? A couple years Riviera. ago. That's right. Yeah, a couple of years ago <laughs> for spring break we stayed on Perdido Key. Yeah, right. And we love the place that we stayed, but the particular condo that we stayed in is not available for our spring break week. Well, I was looking, okay. and there's a there's a new place called the Turquoise. I don't how know how new it is. It's new to me. Jerry's a, Jerry's a big vacation. My, hey, this Jerry, is my after show, Animal. No, no, but let's move it to your time. No, no, I'm going to play your music, the music, and then he'll. But Rob, don't hang up. You're going to talk to Jerry on his after show. Okay, so stay oh. there for a second. <laughs> Jerry's going to reintroduce you. Robert G. Holt, thank you! Where's the music? Where's the music? Yeah, so so we saw this place uh, new to us, the turquoise that's that's in Orange Beach, or on Orange Beach. Right. It looks like it's, I don't know, nine or ten miles west of where we stayed on Perdido Key. Is okay. it a really busy area? Perdido was really laid back. Not a whole bunch of touristy kind of stuff. But I'm looking for maybe a little more for my kids to do. Okay. Um, but is Orange Beach pretty pretty touristy? I'm just not looking for the spring break where, you no, know, it's... Man. Kids standing around doing keg stands and beer bongs. <laughs> no, man. Orange Beach is perfect. Because I live, I, you know, I live in uh, in Orange Beach. I mean, I lived in Orange Beach and I lived in Panama. I mean, you, Panama City, obviously, you want to avoid like the damn plague. Yeah, I might go but, to one day. Dad's trip kind of stuff. But oh my God, man! What a trip that was. <laughs> but Orange Beach, really anywhere Orange Beach, uh, you're you're gonna be fine, man. I mean, I I haven't stayed. You said uh, tur- you said it was Turquoise Place. Is that right? Kind yeah, of? yeah. Um, the uh, 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 that place is pretty dang nice, man. It looks you pretty have nice. Stayed there. You have stayed there? No, we stayed at the Indigo on Perdido, okay. which was really nice. But right, I spotted right, right. this place that looks like there might be a few more restaurants down that way. You know, so how far from the how far from the really the only place where you might get a little wild action is right at the end of the little strip at the hangout area, right down there at the very end. Man, that's pretty much it. Okay, you know, so down the, there in yeah. Gulf Shores. So there is trouble within a few minutes drive. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, the, I will avoid that area altogether. You know, down at the, <laughs> listen, down at the end of the very end of 59 down there, and, and it's not trouble, but, I mean, you might get a little kick stand. You might see a few boobs and shit like that. But, uh, and then, of course, if you once you head to uh, 
once you head to uh, 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 down the beach towards Pensacola, I don't know if you've ever been to the Floribama. Love it. You, Floribama. I you, can't wait to go there again. Now, Floribama, <laughs> by God, you will see some action. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had three different bands playing at the same time. Absolutely. That's and crazy, Maureen. You've never seen anything like playing. it. No, I guess not. I'm a lonely played. woman, remember? The, the Floribama <laughs> Lounge. I'll see you down there last week Last week in March, Floribama. I'll see you there. You cut, let me know. You save my number. <laughs> and let me hey, and, I'll, and we'll just drive around stopping in on HR departments and saying, hey, I, I, I left you a message. I said <laughs> I was going to be here, Leave and I'll try message. to practice that draw. Leave a message. Tell or send them an email. Do you get to call the HR uh, people like? Do you get to call them, honey? We can do stuff staffing. We can do staffing. Hey, honey. Damn thing. Hey, honey. This hey, is the honey, Bible I Belt. Told I, was, the buckle. I told you I was driving by. Is that the buckle? Is that what <laughs> well, you yeah, call it down do there? The buckle. Where? The buckle. The buckle. The Bible buckle. The Bible oh, Belt. The, oh, the no, Bible Belt. That's, that's Oklahoma City, isn't it? <laughs> no, this is the Bible Belt. But isn't that the Bible buckle down there? The Bible, the Bible belt buckle. Uh, the the Bible Floribama belt. Lounge is not anywhere near the Bible buckle. I can tell you that. Tell <laughs> <laughs> hey, what. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay, so but that I know nice then. Okay, yeah, I think I think I'll. Uh, Before we shoo him off, um, yeah. Brenda has a question. She wants to know where you fr- where you're from. Where I'm from? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm from. Uh, well, I was born in Tennessee, but I'm from Alabama. Okay, originally. What part of Alabama? Huntsville. Huntsville, Brenda. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm you you you, uh, Let me ask for the ladies. Rob, are you married? I am not. Okay, now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the line. Can you hear me? There's Brenda. Hey, they're coming out of the woodwork now. Are you on Tinder? Because of that question, I was going to tell Maureen, (laughs) Maureen, you come on down and I'll drive you over there and, you know, we'll do the whole panhandle beat. Okay, maybe I'll come down late March. We'll go over and we'll meet the Albrights. Yeah, and that's my birthday, so we'll just go celebrate. There you go. Floribama Lounge, like a a Wednesday night. (laughs) Are you you an Aries? (laughs) Who, me? Not me. You're not talking to me. No, no, talking to Brenda. My birthday, my Brenda. Are you? Are, oh no, no, Pisces. It's mid March, and yeah, I know yours oh, is the seventh. Okay. I know yours is April seventh because my husband is April eighth. So that's how I remember okay. your birthday. I got mine's March the twenty fourth. See, and I'm an Aries. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, so birthday. Oh wow! Together, it's getting hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just have uh, we'll just have an animal show down there. Yeah, get it together live on spot. Yeah, right. Jerry, should we be adding what's your sign to the show as well? What's your sign? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, uh, you know. Maybe. I've got a question for Maureen. Maureen, animal has and Rob, you're just you're just now uh, joining our wild, crazy community out here. But uh, animals show and his Facebook. Group have been really going south lately. That's no secret. That's no secret. That's Jerry's opinion. But go ahead. Oh, I get people uh, PMing me all day long. Oh, on the back channel, yeah. Yeah, all day long, all day. (laughs) And I'm trying to help him out. Trying to help him out. That's a good story. That's a a personal mission of mine. 
But okay. uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to our group, and uh, I'll I'll see you down at the turquoise down there in a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's a great name. We'll go out and uh, hassle some uh, HR departments. There Sounds good. I mean, y'all hit me, y'all hit me up anytime. It was a pleasure. I, I had a great time. All right, man. Great show. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thank you Bye. for coming. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.